You're now listening to Real Estate Journeys with Matthew Baltzell. Me on the top, man, I won't stop me. Me on the top, man, I won't stop me. Me on the top, man, I won't stop me. Me on the, me on the, me on the top. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Matty B, a.k.a. Matthew Baltzell, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we have on Lennon Lee, the founder and principal from BLD Capital Group. Lennon is a full-time investor and real estate professional based out of Miami, and he puts on amazing events such as the Multifamily Investing Club based out of Miami, and he's excited to be launching his new podcast, Se Habla Real Estate, next week. He's also been involved with acquisitions of over 1,500 units of multifamily real estate with an approximate market value of $150 million. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our friend and our partner, Lennon Lee, to the show. Lennon, how are you doing today? Man, how's it going, my man? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's glad to have you. Uh, Lennon is a partner with uh, B or is a partner with Boardwalk Wealth at BLD Capital Group. He's a he's a good friend of ours, and we're glad to have him on the show today. Uh, Lennon, could you uh, give the l- listeners a little bit about uh, who you are and what your current focus is right now in real estate? Sure, sure. Um, so Lennon Lee, uh, also known as the multifamily investor in social media, I'm uh, the founder principal at Build Capital Group, which is a private equity company specifically focused on uh, multifamily real estate acquisitions. We pursue deals directly and sponsor them uh, through the syndication model uh, in partnership with other groups. And we also um, invest in, uh, in with other operators across the country. And this is multifamily operators, of course where we invest with them both as LP and as co-GPs. Mm-hmm. And how, so I, I'm, I'm interested to have you on the show because, you know, being a new real estate investor, you know, I feel like you go to and you hear a lot of people say, you know, raise capital, raise capital, raise capital. That's mm-hmm. a great way to get into uh, real estate. And it sounds great. But when you're first starting out and trying to do it, like, how did how did how did you even start out, and how does that even go about getting uh, yeah. investors? Did you start working through your family? Did you have a script? Did you go to a guru? Like, what did you uh, kind of do as far as your journey with yeah. raising capital and being able to secure investors? Um, well, a little bit of everything uh, that you mentioned. I I did start. Uh, you know, working with a uh, with a consultant, uh, aka guru, aka coach. Um, early on, when I started investing in multifamily real estate, but um, just to give you a little bit of you know, I guess background, I started investing in real estate uh, in general in 2010 when I moved to the United States. I'm from Venezuela originally. Uh, moved to the United States in 2010. Uh, with my family, I started investing in single-family uh, real estate. Uh, we bought a very small portfolio of properties here in Miami uh, that I was managing. And uh, later on, I was, you know, managing the disposition and 
and I started looking for opportunities in, in within real estate, but something where um, we had a more passive role. And when I say we, it's it's my family and or my family's capital. I was looking for mm-hmm. a more passive approach uh, to grow that capital. Um, and I found out that uh, you know multifamily real estate, all the trends, all the the long term potential, and how it worked, how it was valued, etc. That made a lot of sense to me. And then within that, syndications uh, actually was our the perfect fit for us because, like I said before, we were looking to be uh, to deploy that capital as passive as possible. Mm-hmm. So. Initially, I did that. At the same time, when I really understood the, the not only the product but the model of syndication, and um, I, I actually fell fell in love with it. Uh, yeah. So I decided, well, okay, this is what I'm going to do full time, and uh, this is what I'm going to do for the long term. So now I I had uh, two different approach uh, approaches to to the investment strategy because now I was investing as a limited partner, a, a, you know, passive investor. But I also wanted to become more active myself personally, not not my family, but myself personally. Yeah. So started working with a um, with a you know uh, actually the, the guy that I started investing with, the company that I started investing with, one of the partners has a, a, a consulting program, and um, well, you know did all the vetting, did uh, asked a lot of people here and there about you know their recommendations to for who to work with uh his name came up uh i went to meet him in person i liked the guy and i uh really pretty much started following what he was doing because he was doing exactly what i wanted to do at the highest level so uh that to me was everything and having access to someone like that um you know was actually how i how I got started and how I got to learn and and grow in this uh, industry. How long did you follow uh, uh, your mentor? Or how long did you were you uh, well, learning? Uh, my journey has been from totally passive to syndicating 138 units uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, which actually we closed that deal in partnership with Borwood Wealth, which you obviously are a part of. Um, that was about three years since, mm-hmm. the, since the very beginning, since the very first investment as an LP to uh, being a syndicated sponsor of a large multifamily. So the... In between was very interesting and, and a very progressive approach to mm-hmm. to multifamily, which I mean, there's no right or wrong. I think this is the way I, I the way I I, I did it. It's um, you know I, I would recommend people to 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 take that route um, because you know you get to learn the ropes. You, from, first of all, you get to start from uh, from a passive. Uh, perspective and then you you start understanding okay if you want to be on the other side eventually you start to understand how you want that sponsor or syndicator to communicate with you how do you want how do they manage their not only their communications but their relationship with you as an investor what type of questions do they ask you what type of questions are they comfortable with you asking them and obviously how do they uh, perform in terms of 
the actual uh, you know business execution business plan execution that is um, so you get to learn about that from one perspective from the passive investor perspective but then you start what I did was to start moving into partnerships with this syndicators that found value in my network of investors and that by that I mean that they allowed me to partner up with them on the general partnership side mm-hmm. uh, for for me joining the team, not only bringing my 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 investors into the deal, but obviously bringing my own capital into the deal, and also managing a lot of the the investor relations stuff, the marketing for the deal. And being involved in, in regular visits to the property, so understanding a little bit closer what the general partnership does, what the sponsor needs to do in terms of the execution and everything. But now I'm kind of in the middle, right? Like I'm not necessarily leading the mm-hmm. investment, but I'm uh, basically the connection that uh, um, that exists between the sponsor and the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for a while, grew the portfolio with my investment partners, with my investors and, uh, with my family's capital for uh, a couple of years. Uh, we did a few deals in Texas and, and under different structures, different ways to add value. It's not, like I said before, it's not raising capital for, for, for a syndicator or an operator. It's really building a relationship and building a partnership with them where, not only the capital, it's what you bring to the table, but the marketing aspect, I think it's, uh, it's the main component, the way I see it. Because mm. it's okay that you bring some capital to, the, to someone's deal, but the way that you market that, uh, that investment, the way that you grow your investor network through your marketing efforts, it's of more value to some of these operators than the actual amount of money that you bring to the table. That's the way I see it anyway. Yeah. What, what would you say, um, as far as your success, uh, has gone, what would you say has attributed the most to your success in marketing? Like, do you find that you, uh, send out monthly newsletters or how is the best way that you found that's net or as far as marketing is concerned? Um, well, I would say a couple things. Uh, one thing that a lot of people, especially in real estate, um, well, you know, as, as lately, uh, a lot of people are paying more attention to it. But uh, normally, it's not, it's not uh, the way people look at it. And I'm talking about design and good design mm-hmm. uh, from, from your website to your communications to uh, the creativity that you have for your communications or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. thought leadership platform that you're going to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that it's well designed, that the message, uh, it, it's clear that, 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 that you have a creative approach that's different, to, you know, for, for, from other people. And uh, at the end of the day, I believe one thing that is important is that it uh, has to be approachable, um, especially for what we do, right? Because we, we, we build... Net, we build a network of, of different investors. It's not, it's not building a relationship with one 
big yeah. investor and that's it. It's really educating people and being approachable and sharing your story so they can relate to it and learn from what you've done and they can, you know, you can build trust that way. So all of those components, are, I think, uh, I think are, are very important. Uh, in my case, in particular, um, not everyone does does this, but I certainly do it because that's how I started in the business. And uh, what I mean is, I you want to have alignment of interest with the, with with the investors. And obviously, if you're investing your own money, that helps a lot to uh, you know create that trust in uh, you know with the investors. So I've always invested in every deal alongside my investors and I, I shouldn't say every deal but 90 percent of the deals if mm-hmm. i don't invest in the deal maybe i don't know maybe it's a matter of timing i'm investing more in the company at that point or or it's just i'm not liquid enough at the moment mm-hmm. or for whatever reason but not again 90 percent of the times so i'm investing alongside my investors so it's no longer about selling them on anything but inviting them hey listen this is what i'm doing this is what i decided to do for my family obviously my family uh, trusts uh what i'm doing uh but my friends also trust what i'm doing and uh here's the story here's where i come from here's what i here's where i want to go uh why don't you join us i mean if mm-hmm. you want to right so it's not hey i'm going to sell you something but i'm i'm inviting people and telling people about about an opportunity that ultimately it's going to benefit everyone. So that uh, alignment of interest, I think it's a major point when you're going to market a deal and where you're going to uh, build your, your credibility uh, in front of your investor base. Now, did you notice you said uh, when you said that you said 90% of the time and then the other 10%, other 10% of the time you might not be liquid. Did you notice a difference when you were speaking to investors, if you weren't investing, let's say that 10% of the time, if you weren't investing in the deals, you know, if you say, Hey, like, um, you know, I'm just not liquid right now. I'm not investing in, in this, uh, but it's still a good opportunity. Yeah. Would you notice that, uh, your potential investor would be less interested? Would there be more of a drop off? Would there be, would they look at you with a lack of credibility or not lack of cre- credibility, but lack of, or maybe uneasiness. Would you notice that? Um, I have, I have noticed, but I wouldn't say it's uh it's like, a it's, it's the norm. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. and maybe because my investors, uh, um, I honestly don't have that many new investors, uh, like mm-hmm. many, maybe sometimes like, I don't know, some other people do, but, a lot of my investors are repeat investors. They, mm-hmm. um, invest, you know, they start investing, they invest a little bit more, a little bit more every deal. So they know that I have invested alongside them before. Uh, yep. and they, they just, they, they understand that, that, I, you know, I probably can't invest on a hundred percent of the deals just for whatever reason, but, um, they, they understand that. So I would say in my case, I, I have, seeing people you know maybe not invest even because i'm not investing in the deal myself but you know it's not not that many mm-hmm. but but it's still important you know because it, it ultimately it's about okay i it's about building that trust and that and having yeah. that credibility and saying well i mean this is what i do and the way you convey the message the way you educate them etc it's uh they ultimately are not going to care whether or not you invest 
And when I say yeah. ultimately, that's on, that's after you've built that trust. That's after they understand that, okay, you have invested yeah. in this, but maybe not on this particular deal. Uh, and that's understandable, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So where, um, where would you recommend that people start to raise capital? You, you said that you started, uh, most of your investors are repeat investors. Uh, would you recommend starting with family and friends and building it out from there? Uh, starting yeah. a thought platform and just collecting emails and spamming everybody? Or how would you recommend people start recommend, uh, start raising capital? Yeah, I mean, well, ultimately what you want to do, it's, uh, it's have people come to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to spam people. You don't want to bother anyone. Uh, because really, at the end of the day, it's not selling uh, a product mm-hmm. per se, but it's inviting people and offering people the opportunity to, uh, you know, to get into a, 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 um, an investment vehicle and uh, into an opportunity that they wouldn't have had uh, on their own typically. So, um, you know, once you have that in mind, then, well, it's natural that you start with friends and family just because they are the ones uh, that are closest to you and they start seeing what you're doing and they start, I mean, if you, if you are an investor yourself, I mean, and you're putting your own capital into these deals and then you start getting results, you talk to people, you, you let them know, because at the end of the day, uh, it's, um, you know, if, you, if you're doing well, you want your loved ones and your and you know people close to you to 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 do well and you know what why why not offer them the opportunity yeah. to join you? So yeah. initially you do it because you care for them, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then you invite them. But then as they see that you become a little bit more successful, and then that you're talking about it, they'll come to you. So that's when that's when it shifts that you start building a thought leadership platform, whatever that means for you, meaning you can have a blog, you can have a YouTube videos, you can have a podcast like you have, uh, you can have a monthly or weekly meetups, um, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. Uh, but the point is that you need to be out there eventually uh, talking to people you know, educating people, telling people about what you do, why you like it, and why you think it's a good opportunity for everyone. So then they'll come to you. Um, I, I believe that just like many of the, of the, you know, the businesses out there, real estate or not, once you have your systems in place, and when I say systems, uh, in my particular case, it's, I mean, I have a certain, certain number of partnerships with different mm-hmm. operators across the country and now I'm doing my own deals you know but ultimately I have a very good system in place when it comes to deal flow and when it comes to the right partnerships and and and, and all of that so once you have that going obviously that's going to need work um as you go and as you grow but uh, once you have a, a you know your, your system in place what you end up doing in this business is just marketing. Like it's it's nothing else. It's it's just marketing. Uh, you you want to be on social media. You want to educate people. You want to and, and if 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 you want to raise uh, capital, that is some people yeah. they're not built for it and uh, they just don't want to do it. And they they find the right partner that is going to do it or that has to do it. And they 
actually focus on the on the financial on the underwriting and and, and building the broker relationship maybe but mm -hmm. uh for the equity raising part you you know in in, in the syndication business you're you're raising money from several investors and i'm talking fifty thousand dollar minimums or hundred thousand dollar average um investment uh, yep. and on, a, on a 10 million dollar uh equity raise well that's that's a hundred investors so um it's a lot of people that you want uh that you want to have committed to the deal that you want to have educated that you want to have uh trusting you and the only way that you achieve that it's by with that many people it's by putting yourself out there and educating people and really conveying uh trust and and and, and the message and and letting people know what why you do what you do and why they should invest with you yeah i think it's uh i think you touched on a couple very key points uh one being an opportunity um i first uh you know whenever i was first trying to start go about raising capital uh i was a little bit timid about it and i actually heard brandon turner uh on the host of bigger pockets he presented it in a good way and he was like He's like, you know, if you're feeling like you're kind of needy and blah, 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 or you're feeling salesy, like you're going about it the wrong way. Like you have an opportunity, like you're providing value. Like people, if you have a good opportunity, you're going to be helping people make more money. You know, if somebody's yeah. interested in this opportunity, like you're not selling them on some uh, gimmicky toy that's going to break down. Like this is a, if you have a solid investment, like it's an opportunity yeah. and when i heard that i was like wow that is a definitely a good way to phrase it like i'm coming at you with an opportunity i am providing value to you if you do not want to accept it that's fine maybe you'll accept it in a year maybe you'll accept yeah. it in two years um but yeah i thought that was really key how you touched on uh, opportunity and then i also noticed that what i, I find over and over and over again is talking about trust and building uh, a platform and what i've learned thus far is that even though uh i tried raising capital through my family it didn't necessarily work as well as i thought it would be but what i learned from it is you know keep going and keep building because if you're putting a website up and if you're putting yeah. a, a blog up or if you're consistently posting on instagram and those things over time are kind of in a sense your resume like if, I, if yeah. you meet somebody and they say oh go go to my website and you've been posting about this for a year right you've had yeah. youtube videos or you've had your instagram i mean trust has kind of already been established through a timeline you know yeah. it's not like you're a brand new guy to the game and uh blah 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 so maybe if you approach somebody in the beginning they might think Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a friend or a family member, they might think, oh, okay, like mm -hmm. Matthew, he's just starting out. Or Lennon, he's he's switching from single family. It's 2010 or into uh, multifamily. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, Lennon's been doing this for six years now. And then now you've established trust and now yeah. people are open. Do you find that to be true? Uh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, in my case, uh, the people, that started investing with me the first few investors they um 
you know, friends and my, well, my family, definitely, because they trust me like no one else. But uh, within my close, uh, you know, circle of friends, the majority, like, well, definitely 99.999% uh, of them didn't, uh, still to this day, they might not be sure about, about, about investing because mm-hmm. they're not completely educated yet. The ones that invested out of my close friends, the ones that have invested are some, you know, a lot of them have experience in real estate. They're developers, they're very sophisticated people that understand the model, understand the product, et cetera. And then the, tr- the personal trust is there. So there's, mm-hmm. it's a no brainer for them. Um, mm-hmm. When you put yourself out there, you, you start building that trust uh, without necessarily um, yeah, I mean, people feel they get to know you and your personality as a person, how, uh, you, know, if, you know, about your integrity, et cetera, through videos, through meeting you on, on, a, on, a, you know, on, a, on a monthly meetup that you do or through your, your daily blog posts or whatever it is, they, they mm-hmm. get to, to, to start building that trust until the, when, the, you know, when you actually have a deal that you actually talk to them uh, one-on-one you might not know them that well, but they know you pretty well at that point. So th- that mm. trust factor, it's already been built. That's why it's so important uh, to have uh, some sort of thought leadership platform built. And that's that's the main lesson and the main teaching that my mentor has on his program. And, and it translates immediately to, to, the, to the equity raising, but also uh, to the... A partnership building, which is everything in this in this this syndication industry and or the multifamily investing industry that we are, every single deal, it's uh it's a little bit different, and and on every single deal you might have different partners, you might have different people involved, uh, and that's what makes it fun because you expand your circle of of uh, of you know potential friends uh, that, uh, even so. One thing that last year I went to a to a family office club uh, event on uh, in in New York, and one one what you know this was uh, this conference was about everything about capital raising. Actually, it's called Capital Con, and mm-hmm. um, you know these guys that we're talking here, they've raised. They consistently raise a hundred million dollars plus every year. Some of them have raised five billion dollars. So. These people know what it takes to 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 raise money. So, one guy said something that to me was very interesting, and the, and it's that and it comes back to trust. So just to tie it all together, um, it comes back to trust. He says that a lot of people get focused on um, saying to other people, "Hey, you should you should." make sure that you have a differentiator. So that what's your competitive advantage? What's your big differentiator? That's what's going to make it, that's what's going to, you know, make the difference, et cetera. And yes, you can, you know, you can certainly work on that and you should uh, up to some point, um, but it, it only takes you um, so far, meaning that, okay, you might be the, the guy that has a very, unique story that people identify with and you're focused on a certain market that uh, not many people are focused on and you have that advantage or that differentiator, that's fine. But at the end of the day, 
when someone's going to invest with you or not, they're going to bet you, they're going to you know, want to get to know who you are as a person, et cetera, or they should anyway. And, um, but you can only differentiate yourself so much until it becomes a matter of who do I trust, right? So mm-hmm. the point is that a lot of people may come, may come to, the, to, the, to the conversation and say, well, uh, we have this proprietary software, we have this, this and that, et cetera. But to the investor, the, the, the thing that should really matter is whether they trust you or not. So I think, um, I think that people should put more emphasis on, uh, on that part than than mm-hmm. trying to be different like you can be successful in uh in a market where there's hundreds of people that do the same thing that you do they have the same systems in place they have the same type of deal and products etc but the the reason that people are going to choose you over everyone else it's uh it's trust do they trust you as a person obviously mm-hmm. i'm talking about uh about this but this is all after the investors, you know, has vetted the team, the market, they understand, uh, you know, the, your track record, the, your, your past performance, and you, they know that you're capable of executing on the business plan. They know that you have the, the right team in place and, and all those good things, right? But mm-hmm. after yeah. that, trust is uh, it's the asset. Yeah. And the trust from... The trust from building a thought leadership platform, you know, that's something that is going to obviously take a while to establish. Uh, what what uh, thought leadership platforms have do you currently have, or have you been a part of? Um, well, I started the first thought leadership platform that I started was a. Um, networking event uh, like a meetup mm-hmm. and, and i mm-hmm. do it monthly i've been doing it for a couple of years uh, every month well there's been a few months that i that i haven't that i haven't done it but um for the past couple of years i've been doing it almost every single month and uh i'm launching a podcast um next week that is well next week we're we're recording this uh and late february so early march uh, that podcast is launching that's the first real estate investing podcast in spanish about uh u.s real estate um mm-hmm. ever to be done there's nothing like it out there and we're very excited about it what is um, the name of it se habla real estate se habla real estate yep, yep. cool so that's uh that's coming and uh I mean, well, I, I I recently wrote a book that's on a on an ebook version. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, out there right now. The official launch launching of the book. It's going to be um, next week too. When uh, on, on on actually we have a the the monthly meetup next week. So that's when I'm going to officially announce it and everything. Uh, I have written several articles. I, I don't do blogging every like on a consistent basis but mm-hmm. i do write some articles and i'm trying to put content out there and then i'm on every social media trying to share knowledge i do facebook lives instagram lives uh, you know every now and then and and uh, i try to be in front of people educating them letting them know 
about what I do and what my journey is and why I love what I do. I think that ultimately if you you need to believe what you what what you're doing and then yeah and and the product that you're invested in because yeah. if you don't really believe it it's very very hard to build that trust and for people to understand how good it is because if you don't really like it why should i you know yeah i think that's i think that's a a beautiful statement in there is talking about belief you know is that if you really genuinely believe it right like yeah. just go for it and i think you know, like you said, I've, 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 I've known your story, but you got started late later in a multifamily and, you know, and like, if you, if you, if you genuinely think that this is like something that you want to be going into, like jump, jump, jump into it. I yep. think people, a lot of people think, oh, uh, who am I to start a thought leadership platform? But I can attest to it already, mm. how it's opened up doors to me um just meeting new people and getting getting the ball getting the ball rolling as opposed to sitting back and having nothing to offer if you create a platform and let's say you don't have the most experience it's like okay like would you want to speak at my meetup and teach yeah. all these other rookies about you know how what well, setting up an LLC and you know maybe 9 times out of 10 somebody will say no but then that yeah. one time somebody will show up and then now you are the the main connector and go between between the, the speaker and yourself and now everybody comes to you is who's going to be on next week who's going to be this and yeah yeah you don't you don't necessarily have to be the sharpest tool in the shed you just have to kind of work Not hard, at all you know put put your nose down and just really just kind of put yourself out there you know as far as instagram and some things will work better for others you know like yeah. uh yeah, yeah. self-awareness it's key. Uh, yeah. Initially, I started the the, the meetup uh, club just because I didn't feel comfortable doing a podcast because uh, you know you need to talk a lot and ask a lot of questions and and uh, you know I have a limiting beliefs in terms of my my English definitely not being my 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 native language. Yeah. Uh, and you know sometimes I, I I get stuck thinking that translating words in my head or. Mm -hmm. um, whatever right so i wasn't comfortable with that initially yeah. uh i still struggle with it a little bit but I, well you know that, that that's i was self-aware so i said well you know what i'm gonna do a meetup later on maybe i'll do a podcast but for now uh, let's just do a meetup or some other people might not feel comfortable being in front of people or meeting people etc then they rather be behind a computer doing a podcast that's awesome or mm -hmm. writing an article then that's you know that's cool too um but ultimately uh like you said i want to you know really bring that up it's that um you don't need to be a thought leader when you start yeah. it's a thought leadership platform that ultimately is going to position you as an expert uh if you do it right uh, but when you get started, you don't need to be that expert. Like, you know, you're bringing people in, and actually, if you are transparent and you tell people, "Hey, man, I mean, I'm I'm getting started. I I'm doing this for you guys. But first and foremost, I'm doing it for myself because I want to learn. I want to be mm -hmm. in front of these experts and I want to ask questions. So why don't you join me in this journey and let's learn together? 
that's the way I, uh, my partner on, on the podcast, he's, uh, he's recently moved, um, he's, you know, very a successful business guy, but he, he was not totally in real estate before he recently mm-hmm. came into the industry and that's why you know, we partner up. And, uh, I always tell him, I mean, let's, and, and, and even myself, I do have a lot of experience in, in, in multifamily at this point. And, you know, obviously a good team and everything, and a nice company going on and everything, but, um, but I'm still, I'm still young. I'm still learning every single day about not only multifamily real estate, which is what I specialize in, but there, there's a big world in, in real estate that I have no idea how it works, uh, strategies that I have yet to learn, etc. So I always tell my partner, hey man, let's uh, let's be transparent. Let's invite people to learn with us. Like it's not, yeah. hey, we're here to teach you this, this, and that. We're going to teach you whatever we can teach you from our experience. Uh, 